I am Plant on the Line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. Joella Caballo joins me again. She is the director of a new short film, Ode to a Seafaring People. It's a moving, enlightening film about the hidden world of Filipino seafarers. The film features a spoken word artist, Sol Diana. I'll ask Joella about the genesis of this film, as well as the stirring words that narrate it. It is part of uh, the Behind the Facade series that is produced by Lantern Films that will air on uh, Knowledge Network. It starts uh, this Thursday, the 3rd of June, and all 10 films will air in primetime at 9 p.m. The films will uh, then air throughout the network's broadcast day later on. These 10 films reflect the diverse communities in British Columbia by highlighting historic buildings or, or neighborhood touchstones. Joella Caballo is uh, the award-winning filmmaker who was last on the program when her film Koto, The Last Service, debuted as part of uh, this year's Docs uh, Festival. She uh, first appeared on the program in 2015 with her award-winning film It Runs in the Family. Her other films include Fixed, On Falling, and Biker Bob's Posthumous Adventure. Visit joellacaballo.com for more information. Please uh, welcome back to the Plant Online program, Joella Caballo. Ms. Caballo, good morning. Hi. Um, thanks for joining us. Um, I uh, was just going to say that um, w- after we chatted uh, about a month or so ago, I thought, because um, I looked at my notes, and, and the, the first time you were on, the last time you were on, was 2016. And I, I thought it was nuts that I hadn't had you on uh, in between. You know, it could have been too long between appearances. And so here we, here we go, <laughs> a month later. Um, the... the, uh, the uh, the series is called Beyond the Facade, and it's a collection of 10 short films. Uh, these are untold stories of, of B.C. history, uh, places, buildings, uh, of community. Um, y- your film, Ode to a Seafaring People, is just such a f- powerful piece. Um, the, the the place itself, the, the what is the name of the building here in Vancouver that, that um, this all takes place in? Yeah, it's called the Mission to Seafarers. Yeah, and so that's for for people who are um, seafarers who who work uh, on the sea, and, and I guess when they come into Vancouver, um, that's where they can go and, and get services and, and place to hang out. Is that right? Yeah. So the Mission to Seafarers uh, is a worldwide charitable organization, uh-huh. and they advocate for um, caring and providing hospitality and advocacy for seafarers around the world. And historically, when seafarers, the the folks that work on the shipping vessels that we see out on um, English Bay, (laughs) um, they will come to port, to the Vancouver, um, the port of Vancouver here, and that's, you know, a bus ride away for me from in Mount Pleasant all the Mm. way down to the water. Um, And tucked away is uh, the Mission to Seafarers building, which looks really out of place because it's this vibrant blue prefabricated 1940s house Mm. in the middle of the port. Um, And historically, the seafarers would not be allowed to go into the city of Vancouver. And so they would go from the port and right into um, this house yeah. where um, there's a chapel, there's, you know, some concession, there's television, and it's really an opportunity for for the seafarers to unwind and, you know, call their family, um, check in. Um, and so that's what it's been like in, in the past. 
Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it, they certainly still provide that service. But now, these days, um, you know, after some, some legislation in um, kind of to uh, support the kind of mental well-being mm-hmm. of seafarers, um, they have been, seafarers, visiting seafarers have now been allowed to go into the, the city of Vancouver and do some shopping and just, yeah. you know, just for their own kind of uh, emotional yeah. um, mental health. And certainly, again, with the pandemic, that has changed again. Mm. Um, so the, the mission of Seafarers has really been kind of acted as, you know, this kind of uh, hub for for the Seafarers. Um, so it's yeah. been so important to them. And so the the um, the uh, and I, 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 I guess growing up in, in Vancouver, I kind of forgot that that. Uh, uh, the Philippines is a series of islands, and so the, it's surrounded by water, and so it it, it uh, has taken on as as um, the uh, spoken word artist in in, in your film uh, recites. Um, so it's such an important part of the psyche, I guess. And and would would you tell us about um, the artist who was featured in your film? Certainly, his name is Saul Diana, mm-hmm. and he's a mixed Filipino and, and Scottish background. Um, and he really credits Filipino artists he grew up around as his biggest influences. I met Saul uh, probably, yeah, now it's like five years ago when I had produced and directed my first film, It Runs in the Family. Uh-huh. And that was really my, for me, really influential to be introduced to the vibrant, thriving Filipino community here in Vancouver. Um, and so that was when I first met Saul. And as I was thinking about how to uh, approach this kind of really short <laughs> documentary, we had the parameters of a, a three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really uh, inspired by the the uh, literary community here of uh, Filipinos who are working in this uh, field, and thought that you know doing a poem. Um, Presenting a poem that speaks to kind of the the complex emotions of being a seafarer, I think that was a really interesting way of conveying all of these um, complicated um, relationships to the water, um, you know, historically, mm. um, but then also how it's been changed for Filipinos in this kind of capitalist, imperialist yeah, <laughs> society. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, um, it, yeah. it is a way of life for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and and that's what we uh, hear in uh, his piece. Um, you know, we hear the, the the negative parts, obviously, of colonialism, of um, uh, of uh, how exploitative the work can be at times. I, I, I try not to um, describe it a great deal because I think people should see uh, Saul's piece in your film. Um, what was it like to talk to him about how to present? Um, his recitation in, in your in your in your film. Um, did you work together in terms of of um, what uh, he would say or or um, how you would film it? Did you, did you talk? Did you have long conversations about that? Say. Yeah, the I would say yeah, the development and pre production. <laughs> it's it's funny for like such a short uh-huh. piece. Yeah. It was quite long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm grateful for that. Um, because uh, it was this is the first time that I did something, produced something that was so cross um, 
disciplinary. Mm-hmm. And I really relied on Saul to um, produce the words. And it really came down to conversations about kind of the research that me and the series producer at Lantern Films, Jessica Hallenbeck, did. Our interviews with people in the community, with former seafarers, and with just speaking with the mission to seafarers themselves. And for us, kind of the resounding kind of thread was um, not only the loneliness and isolation, but also thinking about um, this term that we kept on hearing about sea blindness, that for the seafarers, they when they're out in the water, they can see onto the mainland, but there's this feeling that the people, us, on the mainland yeah. don't see them. And mm. so they're completely invisibilized. And um, in sharing that with Saul, I think that's what he, that was really something that he resonated with. Um, and thinking and kind of like thinking of it more broadly, like not only thinking about this particular industry, but like other industries in um, not only in Vancouver or Canada, but like across the globe yeah. um, where Filipinos are in, um, are overrepresented <laughs> yeah. on the front lines, but yet um, underrepresented yeah. in, in our media and, and how we support them. So that was something that, uh, you know, we, we wanted to highlight. Um, and I really relied on, on Saul to um, create the piece. And, and uh, me and Jessica, we came in to really just shape it so that it would fit into two and a half <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right that that these are people overrepresented and and yet overlooked, and mm-hmm. um, that that speaks to a, to a, a number of the films in this collection, right? Certainly, yeah. I think that was um, the impetus for this series of behind the facade, uh-huh. really using um, buildings as you know pardon the pun, of like an entry point into learning about all these untold stories. Um, And, yeah, I think that's like a through line through the series about um, what communities have been um, underrepresented, invisibilized, and uh, this is an opportunity to um, highlight them. Now, there are, um, other than Saul, Diana, in in the film, there are other people uh, there watching him. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you put the, the, those people together? Did, did they have a connection, say, to the seafaring life? Yeah, some of them do. Um, I was really mindful of um, thinking about where this short was going to live, mm-hmm. that it was um, commissioned by um, Knowledge Network um, for their initiative to do 150 stories about um, British Columbia in celebration of its, um, you know, joining confederation. Mm-hmm. And thinking about, uh, again, this, this themes of um, underrepresentation of Filipinos in media. Mm-hmm. And for me, I wanted to essentially cast who would be in this audience of uh, first and second generation and people who have migrated to the lower mainland. Um, for some, there is a woman there that used to run a restaurant um, very close to the port of Vancouver. 
um, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the seafarers would go to her restaurant and she would learn about kind of their hardships um, through that. Um, so that was, she, that was an opportunity for her to learn about the mission of the seafarers that she didn't know before. Other folks who are featured in there are also artists and um, academics. Mm-hmm. And um, that was really important for my process, even though people who might be watching might not know who are these folks. Um, but it is to invite the community to be part of this um, production um, and to show to people who might not have a lot of um, interaction with the Filipinos that this is what a Filipino looks like, yeah. <laughs> you know, a small sample, um, and that we are um, uh, thriving um, in this community. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, as I was watching the film, I, I figured that it was some something deliberate. And I thought I'd ask you about it, and, and mm. um, it, it certainly has been. Um you're doing marvelous work, uh, as usual, in terms of, of uh, shining a light on, on people that we otherwise wouldn't know. Um, is that something that motivates you as you, can, as you uh, continue your career? I mean, will we see other stories like this, perhaps? Yeah. Um, it's funny when you mentioned at the top of the show that, um, you know, the first time that we talked was in 2016, and that was with my first film. Mm-hmm. It runs in the family about uh, uh, my own family and the the people who are queer and talking about their relationships to their faith and their families. And that it, it's been now like we've had like two back-to-back interviews yeah. <laughs> after like five <laughs> years. Um, and that just really speaks to kind of my own... Um, calling to return back to the director's seat um, to, yeah, really explore relationships and intimacies and identities. And I'm really now interested in not only in the Filipino community, but, um, yeah, as you say, like communities that um, are so underrepresented in, in the media. And um, I'm, I'm really looking to have more of a a practice that is that is rooted in the community and is rooted in um, kind of ethics of care of making sure that we're not you know even if we may be talking about very hard things like uh-huh, racism uh-huh. Um, that we are still taking care of each other that we're, we're not just creating more harm <laughs> and more trauma by sharing those stories um, so that's kind of where I'd like to explore that path going for um, going further. Yeah. Yeah. It it it's um um not only a moving piece uh, owed to a seafaring people. It it's um uh, an important piece in terms of uh, understanding people around us. And 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 mm-hmm. again, um, I, you know, I can't wait for people to see this, and and they'll be able to see this. Um, on Knowledge Network online and on the um, on TV, right? Correct, yeah, on the good old television. So, yeah. And they can watch it online. Um, it's quite simple. You just have to set up an, a free account, and, and then you can watch the whole series. Yeah, and um, it's, um, you know, because of TV, um, Knowledge doesn't have commercials, so a lot of these will, will air throughout the day, right? They, they won't just air in, as the whole ten, 10 together, right? 
So on June 3rd um, is going to be the, the broadcast premiere of the the half hour of the, oh, I see. Uh, okay. the series together. Yeah. But yes, for the next, uh, I believe it's like six years, mm-hmm. they will, um, each individual piece, which is about three minutes long, will um, play throughout um, the day as like interstitials um, because, yeah. as you said, knowledge doesn't have commercials, so uh, they'll be playing these shorts. Yeah, it, it, it's such a great thing to, to not, not just your film, but but the the other nine, um, th- that a lot of people will be introduced to things that they didn't otherwise know mm-hmm. um, through the, through television, and they'll be able to to, to see um, and hear the stories that they need to. Yeah, um, I appreciate talking to you again and and your time. Um, let's uh, not wait another five years or so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for this, Joella. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Ode to a Seafaring People airs this Thursday night at nine on uh, Knowledge Network. It's part of the uh, Behind the Facade series of short films, produced by Lantern Films. Uh, they will debut this Thursday night at nine, and then of course air each film will air uh, throughout the broadcast day on Knowledge. JoellaCaballo.com is the website. She joined me on the line from here in Vancouver. I'm Joseph Planta.